3: All right, right back at it. Kapow is here once again with a podcast for you to enjoy. My name is Jordan Lowe. Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth.
2: What was that robot? Voice I don't about? <laughs> that was a weird voice.
0: We've done a hundred and some of these. i there's no more to switch of that. 175. You're worn out from Mothman.
3: I've been I've been Mothmanned. Yeah, I'm back from Mothman Festival 2019. Went last weekend to Point Pleasant, West Virginia. So it's the third weekend of September. It's always 95 degrees for some reason, but a beautiful fall festival where we celebrate the Creepy Crawlies and everyone is sunburned and miserable.
0: Yeah, it's not quite fall. <laughs> hmm, not yet.
3: I
2: mean, technically it is, but it doesn't feel that way.
0: Like. Uh, if
3: you've never been, Point Pleasant is a tiny little town on the river. It uh, has just a like a main street and then a cross street. It has a statue of the Mothman right in the town square. It has the Mothman Museum. Um, since last year, a couple new businesses had opened. There's like a little bakery. There's a little like antique thrift store kind of thing. So I really think this festival kind of like
4: Put them on the map. It's
3: like the year, you know, people travel there from well across the country. There's only one hotel in the city limits. <laughs> so people, mm. I saw people, some people stayed in, in Parkersburg in a hotel and drove wow. down there. So, yeah, it fills up Gallipolis and all the little towns around there. People just descend <laughs> on this town. And it's a pretty incredible mix of people. It's, you know, we're, we're from Marietta, Ohio. We're used to the Sternwheel Festival. And mm-hmm. They shut down a couple streets, and it's like a street fair. You have funnel cakes and all that stuff, and it's the same sort of every old, weekend, right?
2: Every weekend. <laughs>
3: but I, I, I think there's even I would say there's more people at this thing than there are even at sternwheel, which is our biggest thing of the year in a town that's bigger than Point Pleasant. But uh, I, I, we just have to laugh at the variety of people as well because like i said it's just like a a street fair it's just your normal people who live there people from the area just going out and hanging out getting french fries listening to bands and then there's like this contingent of like horror fans so it's the people in you know misfits t-shirts and rob zombie t-shirts and tattoos and gauges in their ears they were like you know the hardcore horror buffs and then this is where the fallout game the most recent one is taking place so there's a ton of gamer nerds who are really into the fallout stuff and the cause they cosplay as these fallout characters and and then there's like it's yeah it's what was the other type of person West Virginian. Oh, like, like you said, the cosplayers and the nerd, Like the people who are into this, into Bigfoot, in right, the Mothman. Right. Like the people who have like you know notebooks of evidence and, stuff, and who are like really into this, which seems like the smallest portion of the people. So I was laughing. I was like, this is kind of like they scheduled the West Virginia Interstate Fair, Comic Con, and OzFest all on the same weekend in the same town. Because it's just, this, and we all just got off the buses together and we right. all just mingled and ate, ate funnel cakes. I honestly don't know
0: anything. Van, like I feel like I saw the Richard Gere movie. Mothman
3: prophecies,
0: yeah, but, but I don't remember. It's all just mumbo jumbo to me.
3: Well, it was 1966. How okay. far do we want to get
0: into this? Yeah, get into okay. it. Okay,
3: uh, people started seeing something in the sky. The Mothman, and it was I had eyes. It was soon after the Batman TV show, so people saw some creature, and it just got uh, called Mothman. That's, yeah, you know, because Batman was in the public consciousness. And sightings happened for like a year. Lots and like hundreds of people saw whatever it was. Big red glowing eyes. Wings would fall would like you'd see it out windows looking in your house. It would be following your car. And then there were all kind of UFO sightings. And a whole bunch of like the men in black started showing up. People saw these weird guys in suits just hanging around town that were strangers they'd never seen before. So there was a year of this stuff. So around christmas the following year the silver bridge collapsed the bridge between point pleasant and okay mm-hmm. uh, i think 60 some people died it was right yeah. before christmas what and it was like then it became were we being warned by the mothman was it some otherworldly warning did he cause it so that it's that the tragedy of the bridge collapse has been tied to this weird you know supernatural thing and obviously, the, you know, nothing has ever been solved. So, the Mothman prophecies is about the guy who wrote the book. John Keel wrote the Mothman prophecies book, right. and he's all about other dimensions, and you know, he he went into the real metaphysical stuff. I think the movie dialed that back a little bit, but yeah, the movie helped spur on the popularity. The museum down there has you know props from the movie. It has all the old like newspaper clippings and a bunch of books. So there, and again, it's like it's a public domain thing so it's mothman cookies and mothman bakery right. and mothman like everything down there is like hey it's the mothman muffler and all you know it's everything and Mothman
0: is like i'm about to rip you guys up <laughs> Mothman's <laughs> like
3: so overplayed i can't so, believe
0: you go there because one of these years they're gonna freak mothman is just gonna have had it
3: and his moth attorneys are gonna show up yeah. like i need a piece of all this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah yeah he's like that's gonna be oh you're trying to sell this here <laughs> Wow. So
3: yes, yeah, some of it is you know there are vendors doing cheap plastic you know alien yeah. you know alien yeah. light up nightlights and stuff. But most of the people there are artists, people who make jewelry, people like wood carvings, uh, authors who have written books about the paranormal, and they do you know there you can go in and listen to speakers. They do speakers and things. So it's there's just a lot of stuff to see and a ton of stuff to buy. I get a ton of food vendors. Um. Yeah, we uh I got to meet a few of the people I know uh, my friend Gary Jabot is from down there he was a kid in the 60s when this happened he remembers it so he's done a lot of the like posters and t-shirt designs like back when the festival was way smaller he was one of the like the yeah main it, it wasn't
2: as big it, as yeah. big as it is now until that movie came out yeah. right
3: yeah yeah so he he's like one of the main designers. Every like his T-shirt design was the official Mothman T-shirts. Cool. I got got to see Gary. Uh, he used to be part of our Oval Group, the Ohio Valley Artists League. He would come up and hang out with, uh, with his buddy Terrence Hanley. Got to meet him again. Uh, I Saw uh, this guy George who does the Monsterologist. He's on Facebook under Monsterologist. He does uh, stickers and patches and buttons, and they're just really cool designs. He does like. You know, it looks like the nasa logo right. but it's like you know ufologist and stuff and like uh you know the you know, the, the, the nessie score the, the nessie dive team or whatever so it's like all the different cryptids and things and he he is just busy all weekend all that. That. uh i met a couple of podcasters they do the moth boys podcast about cryptids conspiracies and the unknown uh, I think they're from New York. They're from like, the Buffalo area. They look like they were having the best time of anyone there. <laughs> they seem to be having fun all weekend. But I introduced myself and said, I also do a podcast. So he gave me a sticker. I've got a Mothboy's sticker. Did you give him a magnet? Yeah. I gave him a flyer. Oh.
0: Uh, no magnet. He's going to put that flyer on his fridge. And it's just going to fall. Right.
3: <laughs> so I listened to a couple of their episodes. They're pretty good. It's pretty entertaining. There's some information they give, but they also like don't take it hundred percent seriously, so that's a, a lot of laughs too. So yeah, we had a good weekend. We debuted my new comic, Wish Upon a Feather, from Sopro Comics. Debut that for the first time anywhere. What's that about? Uh it's a young girl and she wishes she could fly. Ah. And she realizes maybe sometimes
0: Wishes come true.
3: Wishes grass the grass is always isn't always greener. Oh, maybe it's not so great British. to fly. Maybe
0: <laughs> flying's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs>
3: so, yeah, uh, artist, Marietta College graduate, Sarah Duffy. It's her first ever comic artwork. I think she knocked it out of the park. It's a kind of a fantasy story, a bit of a fairy tale. It's written for younger readers, so I'm proud of it. SoProComics.com. Uh, and we also got approached, and so I don't want to say too much about it because nothing's really happened, but uh, a museum asked if we did wholesale Mm-hmm. on the bigfoot book because they carry a lot of bigfoot merchandise so my comic bluff creek might end up in a bigfoot museum gift shop oh
0: yeah g <laughs> where where's this gift uh, if it happens you just kind of see if it, if it out it happens, of your I'll eye it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nobody's got a good photo of it. nobody's actually you just gotta stumble on <laughs> And you wouldn't believe me if I told you. <laughs> if I told you where that was, you <laughs> would Well, I have an anecdote nice. also. I uh, I shared a picture to you guys a couple months ago about it, and I've been haunted by it ever since, speaking of Bigfoot. I drive home every morning the same route. You know they're doing some uh, road work up here by us. Yeah, my and wife. Cliff I- and I, for those that don't know, Cliff and I live... Like two, there's doors. one house between. Yes, it. two doors away. And yeah. I need
3: to buy that. House. <laughs> you really do. You really should. Tell me uh, what the type of place. nice room. house
0: has got a pool. Yeah. Um, yeah. it's nicer than either of our houses. <laughs> but well, mccliff has got a pool. Um, anyway. Yeah, you know, I know about some. Yeah, my wife works for. Yeah. B- so anyway, they're doing some work. <laughs> Luckily, that's good news for me, actually. 'Cause I might have to take a different route home. I was going to anyway, but now I don't have to feel like a scaredy pants. I have to do it because there's road work. Because the way I come home, do you know what I'm talking about? When I shared you a picture a few weeks ago. I come when I come home, I drive down this one road that tees with an intersection and I look into someone's yard and back on there there's like a ten foot wide stretch of yard that goes to the back of their house
3: is this is the Halloween house, the decorators. No no, 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 no,
0: no. No, this is just a normal house, except for one thing. Way back set in their yard. Like if it was in the front of the yard it wouldn't be as creepy. I think they know what they're doing. But way back in their yard, oh. almost at the back of their house, is a silhouette of Bigfoot.
3: Okay, I do remember the picture. And right. when
0: I drive home at six thirty in the morning, it's still dark out. And my headlights hit, and all I see... It, I mean, it's just a black piece. They've just got a cutout painted black. Yeah. And it cre- every day I go, uh. <laughs> every day I go, uh. <laughs> I can't stop it. It always freaks me out. Uh, I, I don't know what to do. So I was like, I'm going to have to change.
3: You're going to have to steal it.
0: <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I really I didn't have a way to solve it except that now they're doing red work and i can't go that way home anymore for <laughs> the next couple months so i'm pretty excited about
3: it we also had a guy try to drive through the crowd what again imagine like sternwell festival someone trying to turn onto the street oh, okay. like some old man with a dog in the front of his truck was like going like if you're and if you had to drive through there <laughs> you'd go like two miles an hour he was yeah. trying to go like 10 and people were hitting his hood and slamming it. It's like, you almost had my granddaughter.
4: Right.
3: He's like, well, get out of the street. He's like, it's not a street today. <laughs> and he was like, I live right up there. I got get home. Said, Dude, you can't drive this way. There are barriers everywhere. There are police cars parked crooked. Anyway. Right. But, uh, yeah, we had a couple good, Some a little kid wearing an Ash costume mm-hmm. from, you know, from the Evil Dead. He had the S-Mart you know, tag and a blue yeah. shirt. I was like, "Oh, that's a cool costume." He goes, "Yeah, mom made me leave my chainsaw in the car." <laughs> it's like, "I like this kid, freaking mom." And then one kid, we said, "Oh, all our comics are all ages." And He goes, "All ages comics? Even for seven? <laughs> I, was like, uh, I don't know. Seven? Let me check check the inventory. See if we got anything for seven. <laughs> but the best one was a little kid. Uh, he the thing. That's so weird. It's it's always very good selling. People are excited to spend money. And it's you know, comic books aren't the majority it's not like a comic con. Like there there aren't right. that many comic books there, so it's kind of a novelty, especially all ages books, because there's a ton of families there. So But the weird thing is we'll have parents come up like, oh comics, why don't you pick your pick pick one out, pick one you like, nah? And the kids will say no like, normally you have to, please, parent, buy yeah. this for your kid. But the kid, the, like, the parents are ready to buy. The kid's like, net nah, not interested. He's like, I got a chainsaw. The
2: <laughs> I don't care about that. <laughs>
3: yeah. like I saw this wooden Read What's that? Yeah, hmm. so the, at least five times we had a sale. And the kid's like, no thanks, not into it. But uh, the one little kid, he seemed a little bit like, eh. And we go through and pitch all the books. So this one, there's a couple guys who fight zombies. So he's like, whoa, hold on. Zombies? He's like oh yeah this one's about zombies I was talking to the parents said, about writing he's like you wrote this I was like oh yeah I wrote that one you are the coolest guy I've ever met <laughs> I was like oh I know I know you're young you haven't met a lot of people but I will <laughs> take it young man wow so good times fun times getting our name of so pro comics out there and had some obviously kapow flyers as well handed some of those no out. magnets sorry no people. magnets
0: sorry people with metal just things. too
3: many people if we started handing out magnets there would have been a oh, rush
0: yeah yeah and you wouldn't
2: have been able to hand it r- probably ride. would have got arrested for inciting a riot right <laughs> how many people go to this thing
3: i don't even know how to is ask there me. a
2: an official counter oh there might be but it's a lot it's probably the guy in the
0: car he yeah enough that yeah. if somebody like just pulled on the street somebody could get hit <laughs> yeah
3: and they, they had changed the route this year, so the people, like they have a, a shuttle, you, they park people a couple miles away and bring a shuttle in, mm-hmm. and the shuttle led off like a block from our booth. So everyone who got off the shuttle had to walk past our booth. Many oh, of them yeah. ignoring us completely, but everyone yeah. had to at least walk past. <laughs> Whoa. nice. Huh. Okay.
2: All right, what we got? What do we got in store this week?
4: Star Wars <laughs> nothing but Star Wars
0: Sounds like we got Star Wars. Yeah, you're going to tell us all about F- Triple Force Friday, right? Yeah, it's coming up this next this week. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we, it was last week. <laughs> sometime. <laughs> I don't know when this came out.
3: Is it Friday though? It's on a Friday.
2: Okay.
0: Well, yeah, well, but probably I'm on Thursday night, so yeah, I might Thursday night. go to it. So, yeah. it's Thursday night, October 3rd, okay. going into October 4th. Hmm. So, what? You look don't, excited. Don't too.
3: dress like a clown.
0: I know. I'm going to try not <laughs> to dress like a clown. I, I had it all planned to dress like a clown all week, but now the movie theater's against it, and it has nothing to do with Yeah, so,
2: Walmart will probably frown on that.
0: I did think my son is currently working at Walmart. Mm-hmm. it's like and he doesn't get off till like 11 or so I may not actually have to leave the house for Triple Force Friday he's high about this if I just say you know if you come home before Triple Force Friday the door's gonna be locked so you <laughs> might as well stay there send me pictures anyway there. this is where they come out with a lot of toys and things yeah, merch uh, pre the movie they've done it the last several years and so you might get some hints about things that are gonna happen in the movie Uh star wars is one of the things that more than any other franchise you're going to get some kind of hint yeah definitely and um i'm i feel like
2: it lost a little something with toys r us going out <clears throat> yeah
0: there's no toys r us
2: so now you got to go to target or or walmart or someplace like that but uh
0: but we got Walmart's here so yep. uh there is going to be some stuff there's some disney store stuff that we won't have access to mm-hmm. even gap has things um there's some lego products probably oh yeah there's yeah that that and i'll tell you about them here there's gonna be a lot of figures there's gonna there's a uh, black series figures is yeah. probably the thing i'm those are really popular yeah yeah I, I i mean i try i i don't collect them because there's too many of them but mm-hmm. i'm not a huge figure guy. Yeah, I like a few things, but um, you could it could get out of hand. But they're going to have things from The Mandalorian, Rise yeah. of Skywalker, and uh, there's... What's the third thing in the triple... Oh, the game. Fallen Sun, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it is. The video game. So they've got figures for that guy. Um, they got like a Jawa. They got the Mandalorian. Different droids. They have that red... I mean, red stormtrooper. Yeah, the uh, um, Sith Trooper. Yeah. Oh. And then... They got
2: C-3PO with red eyes? Wonder? wonder. Uh, I bet they do. Uh, I don't know. It's probably a new fig- figure coming out. They it like a-
3: Brandon Routh. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah, what was the other thing with the red I eyes? I think that was patron content we no. were talking about. <laughs>
3: I'll
0: have to pay pay a dollar for that. There's a new droid sidekick in the movie. Yeah,
2: BB-8 has a sidekick. This little, uh It's like a one-wheeled little... what. White and green guys, kind of Dio,
0: Dio, Dio, Dio. Dio. So that will be very popular.
4: Ride the tiger.
0: Um, (laughs) yes, yeah, now you got me thinking about Dio. (laughs) Oh, sorry, that screeched the brakes. (laughs) You broke him.
1: Holy David! <laughs>
0: uh, anyway, the I couldn't think of Holy David. Um. Okay. The
4: uh.
0: Anyway, I'm am assuming there's gonna be like a remote control Dio of some sort. Yeah, probably so. I uh, I think I heard something about you control with your iPhone or iPad and things. There's gonna be uh eight an Adst Raider from Mandalorian. It's got like the red leg and stuff. It's hmm. kind of cool looking. There's going to be Funko Pops. Oh, um, yeah, of course. Another Kylo Ren helmet where it's put back together. Yeah, it's all welded back together. Yeah. There's Legos, like you said. There's the Pasana speeder chase mm. where I assume that's where like you see Ray getting run down in the trailer. I think yeah. it has something to do with that. Uh, there's going to be Kylo Ren shuttle, um, uh, a resistance Y Wing. Mm-hmm. That has a bunch of figures, including I think this is Carrie. What's her face? Uh, Car- Felicity. Oh yeah, Carrie Russell. Yeah, Zori Bliss. Yeah, that sounds it? Great. Is, that. it a sh- is a helmet with like a purple. Gold helmet. Yeah, Let's, that's her. Yeah, and a red suit. Um, comes with her little Lego figure and a Poe Dameron First Order Stormtrooper, Astromech Droid, and a Dio. So mm-hmm. that's going to be a popular. That's cool. Scenario. They're
2: going to have a Y wing.
0: That's something yeah. you know. I, so I I don't know whether that's going to be a ship that she just happens to be on in the movie, or yeah. she, or what you know. But usually that is indicative of something that will happen in the movie.
2: Yeah, they probably and, and,
0: ride on one.
2: Well, I didn't even really think about that. Like the newer movies, we we have an X wing, and we saw the, like in uh, the last Jedi they had those bombers, but we haven't really. I guess I guess we saw A wings in there too. Yeah, didn't there's we? going to be there's are yeah. releasing an A wing sale. Yeah, we also. haven't seen like the the B wing or the uh, or the Y wing yet yeah. though. They're so. resistant
0: they're releasing a Resistance A wing and another Millennium Falcon mm-hmm. for the one millionth time. But yeah. the, but since they went back to the different dish, uh, different dish. Uh-huh. Now this one goes back to the circle dish. Oh really? Well, you know, so it's. Huh. Okay. Uh, then there's a, a a lego version of the mandalorian at ST hmm. some cars, hot wheels versions of star wars things um, things like that, socks and such there's a gold funko pop set at walmart a blanket with the mandalorian on it a lunchbox hmm. a cup water bottle iPhone case different things like that so a lot of stuff that, yeah you know, Yeah, because the Mandalorian
2: will be out before the series will come out on Disney Plus before the actual
0: Rise of Skywalker right. so, so people will yeah. be hyped for that a lot of stuff you know I, I guess the coolest things to me are the Legos and the mm-hmm. figures but I, I probably won't get anything I'll probably just have Nick snap some pics of stuff and see if there's anything cool. Hmm. But yeah, I, I don't predict it going like it did two years ago when the, or not two years ago, whenever Free, uh, force awakens came yeah. out. Yeah. It was a big it, deal. It was a huge deal and stuff sold out right away.
3: Well, you know, um,
2: I think it was a target exclusive, but uh, they came out with that retro collection um, where they basically recreated the original 77 toys and like they were you can't find them like they were bought up they did a tarkin that came with a game um but yeah i mean it was a big hit so i mean the market is definitely still out there for this stuff oh yeah
0: the quality of these things are so good now mm, yeah they're pretty accurate especially those black series so the mandalorian figure looks pretty cool mm-hmm all that Boba Fett-style stuff.
3: Uh, I just got the catalog for all the comics that are coming out in December. And we already knew they were going to do a Rise of Skywalker mm-hmm. prequel comic. But there, there's a couple more things coming out. Obviously, you know, tying into the movie and right. you know trying to uh, get the hype train. up. But the biggest one was a four-issue series written by Charles Soule, The Rise of Kylo Ren. So we're getting, basically, it says it's going to become the origin story of Kylo Ren and the Knights of Ren, which people have been waiting for two movies to figure right. out who, this, who these Knights of Ren characters are. But yeah. I feel
0: like I heard a quote or something saying where they were like, you're not going to like this. So, I, yeah, it seems <laughs>
3: like if it's that important, you know, the comics are canon, they're mm-hmm. official, but, you know, a, a small fraction of people read the comic, so yeah. I don't know that this is going to be the payoff people were, were expecting. Yeah. I
2: saw two. Um, John John Favreau mentioned that he um, he would love to do a Christmas special. Yeah, on uh, Disney Plus. Right. <laughs> so, yeah,
0: I I, I I would
2: love him for to do a Christmas special. Do
0: you like the Christmas
2: special? Um, I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it, it's just it's so awful. But I mean, i I've, so...
0: I've watched like the Boba Fett stuff, mm-hmm. like, the cartoonish thing. Yeah. And, it has
2: like if if you do a deep dive into like the making of it it's got a wild story um about all these different people that worked on it and and how it became such a horrible piece of TV history um but I don't know it has this weird it, it it's
0: there's a charm there is I, it's I, of uh, its
2: time
0: right. and I, I I think as much as it failed, I'm kind of surprised. Like mm-hmm. it must have been so terrible. Yeah, it, it's pretty terrible. I mean, like, come like back and, and watch the nine minutes or so with Boba Fett mm-hmm. and things. It wasn't wasn't that bad. I've seen the whole thing. It's pretty bad. Um, anyway, the, the I wiki could see stuff the, is the recapturing using that charm. If they could, they could do a much better job. Right now, I, I would be psyched for a yeah. Star Wars. Oh, I definitely special. would. Yeah,
3: but this, like, when I said that famous infamous line it's just star wars right
0: oh it is trademark
3: like this is what i'm referring infamous. to like we've already had the christmas special we've already kind of done something silly and ridiculous like take chances do something different do something fun or out there try new things it's not no it's a precious property <laughs> that we can't do
0: that <laughs> i agree do whatever and oh, then we have. it little stick
3: I don't know what like, this like was.
0: Whatever's good. Like, a magnet will stick, a flyer will fall right. to the ground. Yeah, and
3: mm-hmm. we we hope there are more magnets than flyers in the world out there. So what? the Kapow <laughs> says, be a magnet, everybody. <laughs> to <a> positivity. Positive <laughs> electrons. I don't know how magnets work. <laughs> I assume clearly, it's
0: electrons. Clearly, you proved that. Maybe. I assume it's got something to it's do with electrons. Yeah, the magnets are just made of electrons. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to me. I'm not gonna check it out. <laughs> so what's The news with Kevin Feige and Star Wars? Was it was official or just a rumor? I think I it's, it's official. Yeah, I think it's he's pretty gonna, official. He's got
0: something to do with a movie. He's a huge Star Wars nerd. Like
3: he's not busy enough running the Marvel Empire. I, it's he's like dip his toes. Over Marvel there. is on no, like you oh, are, really, are you uh,
0: punching his clock? Do you know when he has to be somewhere? <laughs> Kevin Feige, now, I demand a crossover
3: between both properties. Oh,
0: okay. He uh, he's a huge Star Wars nerd. Like it's not talked about a lot, but like the whole time he's doing press How for
3: original a guy who loves Star Wars. Yeah, the
0: whole time he does all this press for Marvel, he walks around in Star Wars clothes. Yeah, like he loves Star Wars, so it's and, not a stretch for him to have something to do with it.
2: And I'm not, I'm not one of those Star Wars fans that oh. It's got to come from George. If it doesn't come from George, it's crap. I love the fact that we have new people creating new things in Star Wars. It gets me excited. I want to see some different stuff.
3: I will trade you a Feige for a Falony <laughs> straight
0: up. Dave, Dave Filoni is uh, pretty great. I mean, come Let's on, get him into the Marvel world. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. You guys got fantasy Star Wars going. On. <laughs> uh, so we don't how know anything. Kennedy? No. <laughs> no one knows
3: anything, but there's been a whole bunch of articles written about it. So, yeah, yeah,
0: we'll see what happens, but it sounds like he really is having something to do with it, whether it's a I mean, there's a rumor he has an actor in mind that's already, you know, agreed with him mm-hmm. that they're going to do whatever character it is he's focused on and whether he comes up with his own movie and then blends them into whatever universe anyone else is creating. I don't know. It sounds like there's multiple Star Wars things going on between yeah. the Game of Thrones guys, Ryan Johnson, yeah. you, you know, Kevin yeah. Feige. We're still waiting
2: on JD's, J.J.'s last movie to come yeah, out. Yeah, you
0: know, guess what? I'm hyped. I, <laughs> yeah. I bring it I, on. Me Give me all of it because one of them's going to be a magnet. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to... St- deck <laughs> yeah and i'm gonna be like that's the stuff right there yeah. um so i'm psyched the more the better i'm not gonna live forever that's right get Gotta it get out the... there let's start making this stuff
2: yeah the last thing um just i don't know how much it has officially has to do with star wars but there was a shake in there there was a shake up uh with the disney hey, here company. we go it's disney and a, up. Um, It's close enough well bob jpeg has been that's all you had <laughs> to say had yet, Bob. <laughs> Bob Chapek is getting a quote, dink, dink promotion.
0: <laughs> Get that drop. Quote, dink, dink. <laughs> dink, dink. That's the <laughs> I quote don't fingers. Know what that, no, oh, no. Never. Okay. No. Yeah.
1: Don't you
3: even
0: you act like What's that's a for an thing. audio? Yeah. How a, are we going to hear his fingers? But he acted like that's something people say. It is something people say. What people say, dink, dink professional podcasters. <laughs> Those are quadruple hyphens. I've never met a- him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Bob Chate Peck is being promoted to a new position. He's no longer going to be president of, over Walt Disney World. They're bringing As someone we all in. knew he was. Yeah. Well, there's, you know, <laughs> yeah.
3: some well, people got Bob- fired
2: um, over this whole Star Wars Galaxy's Edge thing and the the fact that it's not bringing in the crowds. What? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, some some pretty high up executives hit the.
3: What's wrong with old Kpack? Hit the street. What's well, wrong? King... k
2: Kpacks. Uh, Kpack King from merchandising. He was a
0: product oh, guy. Yeah. Came and they for, came from Dick Dick merch. Exactly.
3: <laughs> Shouldn't it be Dink merchandising? merchandising dink. dink, yeah. Or Dink Dink merchandising? Dink Dink. <laughs> that would be yeah. That okay. would be
0: the official. Yeah. Man. Um, I know the episode title. (laughs) 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 But uh, Chapek came from merchandising.
2: Nobody, it it wasn't a, wasn't the guy everybody approved of immediately to take over. Nobody ran it by me. In the theme park operation standpoint. So he's going away to another position um, that sounds kind of phony. They've made up to get him out of Walt Disney World. They're bringing someone else in from Disneyland to run the Florida parks. But we lost several executives um, that were pretty high high up over the lack of attendance in Galaxy's Edge in California and Florida.
3: looked pretty crowded to me. Well,
2: I think they were expecting...
0: um, Yeah. I just saw a video uh, today, I watched from this past week, of Florida. (laughs) It looks pretty roomy. Yeah.
2: Like, they have a virtual queue system set into place... that they thought they were going to need. And it's rarely been used yeah. because the crowd hasn't been
3: there. Now, part of that, too, you have. and to that, that all falls squarely on Chris children shoulder. <laughs> Chris yeah. yeah. Um
2: Part of that is their own fault, though, where they. AP holders, especially in California, were blocked or blacked out. So they couldn't go to the parks using their annual pass. Okay? Because they expected all this huge influx of. Day guess and the same things happened in Florida. Um, not as much, but the same things kind of happened where people got scared away because they said all oh, the crowds are going to be huge, and you know nobody wanted. A lot of people did not want to deal with that. Right. So
3: I don't know. I'm just throwing cool. it out there. Are they going to cut prices? Is that I'm sure that's actually price, not an option.
2: Actually, um, like the pr- drink prices at Oga's Cantina have went up. And this week, on uh, also, let's just leave it at that. Well, that's official. We know that. So,
3: huh. what's your countdown? How many days? Um,
2: I am yeah. at well, record, seventy-one we all days. We really desperately want to go. And seventy-one Cliff actually
0: days. is going. 71, seventy-one days from now. Yeah. So I don't expect- have it all figured out before you. I'm expecting sure. you to have a nice, roomy, good trip. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Whoever saw the uh. I saw where they're not... They don't have the fireworks over the Millennium Falcon and stuff there. At, at mm-hmm. Orlando. No, no. Well, yeah. Yeah
2: in I california say, you can
0: see the yeah. the they were like nighttime. that was a huge picture opportunity like when the fireworks go off you can stand in front of the millennium falcon and they're all staying with their lightsabers i'm like that's the shot yeah they're like yeah oh, they don't do that at Orlando.
2: yeah um it just it's positioning of where right. it is in the park and then being in florida and hollywood studios now they do have a great star wars show nighttime projection show on the chinese theater that i, I have shared in the past right. on our page on our facebook page um, but yeah, because Star Wars Galaxy's
0: Edge is in the back of the park, you can't really, you don't get that same effect. Don't so. spoil the magic. I thought it was the same park, and that you just enter mm. it from no. either California or Florida. No. What? Where's <laughs> something That, that <laughs> segment went way longer than I ever anticipated.
2: Yeah, that's
3: enough <laughs> about
2: Bob Cruikshank.
3: Let's go to TV! Hello,
0: oh, Dolores. What the hell is a sticky maple? Right. Very run! That's what I do. I dream. And I know things. Go get him, supergirl.
1: Well, what this guy look like, anyway. Oh, he's a little guy, kinda of funny looking. uh uh-huh. In what way? Oh, just in a general kind of way. Exterminate! Little pig, little pig. Let me in. These violent delights. Violent Emmys That's what she
3: said. Movie. All right. Who watched the Emmys? Nope. No. Nobody. No. Just I saw me?
0: Game of Thrones won a bunch of stuff. I was very happy with the winners. Okay. But I didn't watch because I heard it was terrible. It from who? People that watched it, critics that watched it, critics. They, ding, said, ding. There was, critics they said there that was. They there was ding, no ding. host, and it didn't work like the Oscars. They said it was. They would like announce all the. Well, you saw it. You tell me how yeah, great I it was. I actually
3: thought it was pretty good. It came in right on time, which is they're so worried about the time sure. for these things. Who cares? I can relate. Uh, but it came in right on time, and it had no hosts. But it sort of, you know, the the writing wasn't bad. Normally, it is so strained, the awkward banter and all that stuff. it was pretty well written, and had Thomas Lennon, if you know the right. comedian, he was kind of the MC of the they night. They did so, say that
0: was like the only good thing. So was, when they announced the
3: winner, he would say, "Oh, this person is from this their give their hometown or make a little joke," and like he he was actually pretty funny. Like I yeah these things normally you kind of fall asleep till you hear the winner but i i thought it was a pretty good
0: um, i was super happy with broadcast. the winners yeah so fleabag did you i watched all that
3: i yeah i'd heard how good it is but i'd never seen it so she's great on the comedy side of things best supporting actor and best supporting actress both went to the marvelous mrs mazel's tony Shalhoub and alex borstein yeah uh good show the lead actor went to Bill Hader and Barry, the HBO show. Amazing show. Watch, I caught the first season. I haven't watched the second you season You haven't seen yet. the second season
2: yet? Let's spoil it right now, Cliff. I don't watch that show.
3: You don't watch freaking Barry? No. He's an Emmy winner, Cliff. Apparently. has got Henry Winkler on it. Does it? He's got it's
0: a fun. Great theme song. Yeah.
2: I wouldn't know it.
3: What nights at it once it it Sunday? It Monday? jumps the shark in the second Happy season. Days, it burns down on the second season. <laughs> <Happy days. laughs>
0: It's on Sunday, like every other good show.
3: Lead actress in the comedy series, Phoebe Waller Bridge from Fleabag. Also won writing and outstanding comedy series, Fleabag. You know her a club, British in
1: solo. Mm-hmm.
3: British show from the BBC. Good? Yeah. Award worthy? It's good.
0: Okay. She's good. It's known for the hot priest. Basically, okay. he's just a priest that isn't fugly. Wow. It just felt to me a little bit
3: like they do... Every year, there's some hot new show, yeah. like Ms. Maisel or some of these, yeah. where they come out, they're buzzworthy, they get a ton of awards, and then like they might run five or six more seasons, but they never quite get there, all these awards a, again. There's a
0: bit in that show like where... Uh, uh what's well god what's her name you like i like she's gonna be why can't i remember oh yeah she's gonna be in the crown the favorite in the crown. yes her also olivia Colman. coleman she's in there but there's a bit in that show where phoebe waller ridge i i think olivia coleman is like her stepmom or i think and she steals a golden statue from her early on in the series And it just felt like, did you know you were going to win the Emmy? (laughs) Like, it was like a setup because it was like such a great payoff when she won. She's sitting there with all these Emmys smoking a cigarette that night. And it's just like, I didn't have to steal this one. You know, (laughs) it's like, gosh, you did that on purpose, didn't you? You know, that's a long con. It was. It really felt like it.
3: All right. Outstanding variety sketch series went to Saturday Night Live. Okay. Seems. I don't know that, that what else is there? That never seems was, to be. Who else was
2: nominated? Yeah. yeah. I don't know who there but that's
3: Sarah Live is always like kinda of the punching bag. It's like all yeah. stale old comedy. That's not like the hip award. Yeah, I don't know what else choice. there could be. That. Although yeah, the Emmys is known for being hip. <laughs> <Right. Yeah>. uh, <laughs> Outstanding Reality Competition program was RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah.
2: Okay. Beating out
3: that. Big Brother and yeah. The Amazing yeah. Race and that. all those things. Survivor. <laughs> Outstanding <laughs> Variety Talk series went to last week tonight. I think John Oliver's won that award. Yeah, like,
0: ever since he yeah, yeah, started. Yeah. Great show.
3: Okay, now, limited series or movies, which these are all these weird cable or streaming things that half America has <laughs> never heard weird of. things. So best supporting actor was Ben Wishaw from A Very English Scandal. Never saw it. Don't know anything about it. Supporting actress was Patricia Arquette in The Act.
0: Yeah, it's that thing where she pretends her yeah. kid's sick. Mm-hmm. It's on Hulu. Yeah, Hulu
3: uh outstanding lead actor uh jarell jerome from when they see us which was the central right. part five movie yeah. that i enjoyed and he he was phenomenal i th- everyone in that was good but yeah he probably if if, if anyone was gonna win something he probably deserved it uh lead actress michelle williams for fossey verdon
0: i watched most of that series but it didn't do it for me mm-hmm. But she gave an, an an incredible speech. I watched.
3: This was what everyone was talking about the next day. Like, she was,
0: it was gr- a great speech.
3: Yeah, it just she seemed really, memorized
0: and poised like she, she was. She just, it's almost like she has delivered. Yeah. you know, <laughs> dramatic performances before. She was. She did a great job.
3: I always wonder about actors who get out there and stumble around and can't yeah, deliver. Like, and what's and your walk. problem? There's like one joke on the teleprompter and they <laughs> blow it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like aren't you an actor? You're it's like a
0: yeah, can you imagine what actors? it's like to work with them? Yeah, but yeah. She was. That was a really good speech.
3: Uh, outstanding TV movie was the Black Mirror: chooser and Adventure uh, Bandersnatch,
0: which I thought was a t- terrible idea to give that an award. I I After of, for innovation, maybe. What was the award for? Best TV movie. No, that's stupid. But I don't know what else it could have been. What other what it was up against? But that was I, that shouldn't have got an award.
3: It seemed, yeah. It seemed to just be you're the cleverest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then outstanding limited series with Chernobyl, which it won several of the writing awards. Yeah. all York.
0: I have heard is rave about that. I've it's watched, really I've, good. I've watched half of it, mm-hmm. and it's just so painful to watch. It is. It's, it's hard to watch. It's, it's so drab and yeah, it, that's <sighs> just it. That's why I have trouble getting through it. It's it ain't fun. Chernobyl was not a good time. <laughs> Hot take. <laughs> Let's listen again
3: not be controversial. <laughs> All right, outstanding supporting actor in a drama. Now we're to the dramas. Supporting actor, Peter Dinklage for Game of Thrones.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's won about a million times. Not his
3: first rodeo there. Mm-hmm. So I know the last season was kind of down. Was he still kind of the highlight of this last season? Yeah, or he
2: was, just, he was fine. Yeah. He didn't
0: yeah. do anything stupendous. He's just good like, enough. for you won once, you might as well win again. So supporting actress went to Julia Garner from Ozark. Which we all watched. Did you watch Ozark? Yeah, and we've said like she's good in that
3: that show. Yeah, it's good, but I, I'm watching it for her. Right, she's great. Yeah, she she's the best part of that show. And side note, uh, Jason Bateman won for directing a drama series, and the camera cut to him, and he made the perfect Jason Bateman face. If right. you're watching, like he did the eyebrow thing, like hmm, me really, yeah. and it was it was a perfect performance of like like underwhelmed surprise yeah. of, like oh
0: wow. Okay, well, the reason I mean. he won though is three of the other nominees were Game of Thrones episodes, so they all would have split. Mm-hmm. You know? That
3: happens on a lot of these, yeah. for especially like supporting actors. Not anything you know, against him. Yeah, just the most of them are from the, you know, one or two shows. Uh, lead actress in a drama went to Jodie Comer from Killing Eve.
0: Did Am I the only one that watched that? Yes. It's great. It, the first season especially, but her and Sandra Oh... And she is just great. She is... Jodie Comer's... First off, she's a knockout. That's what
3: I've heard. She's an outstanding lead actress.
0: She is a knockout. And she is brutal. <laughs> and it's just... It's it's kind of an oddball, almost comedic assassin thing. It's good. Ain't very English. It's BBC, yeah.
3: And lead actor in a drama went to Billy Porter from Pose. I don't know. About it's the that. FX drama uh kind of the you know i think set in the 80s okay sort of the 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 uh the voguing oh, trend okay. Okay. where gay men could get together and have these dance parties in a place they felt safe so okay. yeah billy Porter's become kind of iconic in the fashion world yeah. and this it's, there was a huge ovation for him when he won so the people were seemed to be very happy for this but i i have not seen the show and outstanding drama I seemed a little bit of an upset game of thrones Won the whole shebang again. Yeah. It's kind of that Lord of the Rings. Yeah, we're kind of absolutely. nominating you for the whole the whole series, not yeah, just this yeah. last thing. But they did throughout the whole show. They 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 did Veep, Game of Thrones, and a couple like the shows that are ending this year or had ended this year. They kind of celebrated the passing of some of these uh, classic shows. Big Bang Theory. They mentioned Gotham because the show was on Fox. Like, go on, it <laughs> Gotham, way to go! Wow, <laughs> yeah,
2: that's on the same level. <laughs> Jeez.
3: So I don't know. I it wasn't a surprise, but then again, all I heard was negativity about this last season. So right. maybe it'll it's it'll go down history a little kinder than when people were watching it live. Maybe.
0: Well, Big Brother ended and Survivor started, Ooh. as is the tradition. Always happens on the same night. Uh, Big Brother ended. Uh, the guy that had dominated the la- second half of the game won nobody could stop him the competitions had changed from how they've been the entire run of the show the last couple of years they've even the even from last year it has changed it's went from like a very low percentage of physical competitions at the end into almost to the majority of it being physical So, Which is a big mistake because nobody wants to watch a show where one person wins everything. Mm -hmm. They want it to always be a chance of anybody being able at any time. And this guy just dominated. Won most of the competitions down the stretch. Made a couple really great moves to keep his partner in it. And he ended up winning the whole thing. But it was the most somber victory because it had one of the best pre-jury segments I've ever seen where... Once everyone from the jury, because like the last nine people before the final three or before the final two get to vote, and they've been sequestered. So they all vote, then they come out, and they get questioned, and then they also bring out the pre-jury, all the people that have been out of the house, out in the real world and everything, that have got to see the show. And oh, they, I thought
3: they were all sequestered. I thought they weren't no, allowed to vote.
0: No, the first... Seven people, or six or seven people, are have just been out in the world. Um, and if you recall, we talked about how those first six or seven people, this guy that won, he in the very first competition, he became the camp master. That was kind of the theme, or whatever, some campground theme. And he he put these people in like their own little sequester in the house. And he had one reason, but it looked bad because he picked all the people, uh, you know, of different descent (laughs) and they kind of called him out on it on this finale and he also said a lot of things that weren't shown on the show that were could were a little racist Uh, and so when he came all he talked about on the show was how he wanted that confetti when he came out that's he is he canceled the he i don't know i I think he just needs to look at what he did and i'm sure he'll apologize but he uh he he, t- he got the confetti but he had the saddest face when he came out because he knew he was really worried about what his parents were going to think because he had said some stuff but he wanted half a million dollars so I'm sure that will soothe those open wounds It's good a se- pretty good season Survivor started it was a pretty good <coughs> beginning and I'm looking forward to that season Uh, what have well, I watched
2: well, uh, it is
3: fall time so uh, yeah. some of our favorite shows have restarted
2: all right. right. So, uh, the first thing I watched this week uh, was the episode one of the new season of This Is Us. I watched it. Because yeah. I knew
0: you would have watched it. I know. Well, my wife. I, I work with all girls. Yeah. So, I have to watch This Is Us so I know what to do.
3: How many about. hankies did you get? Well,
0: um, I didn't know what the hell was going on <laughs> there for a little while. because <laughs> I knew that's what Cliff was going to say. I, was, I stopped it when they went to the war. Yeah, Uh, yeah. and I was like okay I'm not in the mood or something in this moment I know these people are going to be somebody that show is all about like I mean that's one it is good for the fact that it jumps around in time Yeah, and they do things to mess with you like what time is this Mm -hmm. they'll put like a computer in there and you're like okay when is this computer from you know Uh, so I do like that part of it trying to figure out who people are but
2: this episode had all these new characters that we did not know who they were yeah and um, there's one in particular that I think most of us thought, oh, how
0: how in the world is this? You can you totally continue. spoil it first off because okay, uh, like don't don't worry about it all.
2: Yeah, so we're introduced to a, a a character who is blind. We have no idea who the guy is. He's living by himself. I Feel like I've seen him before though
0: because I knew that he could sing. Like I feel like I seen... Mm-hmm. like in something must, else. Yeah, I must yeah. have seen him sing in something else, but. Yeah, and he meets a uh, meets a waitress at a
2: restaurant, and we see like a little time moves forward, and we see they're living together, and they have the uh, he proposes and all this stuff. But so you don't I see anything
0: me. to tell when this was. No, exactly. Yeah. So it's it like present.
2: Yeah, it does, and it totally had me thrown thrown off until we finally it's eventually revealed that his name is Jack. And he is the um, the son. Well, he would be the grandson of Jack,
0: the yeah. patriarch of the family. Yeah. Fam- so future. Yeah. So he is a fu- in the future. He's in the future. future. He would Jack- be Rocky Balboa's great grandson. If we were following the Rocky <laughs> five times. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> right.
3: We're gonna need some Westworld, oh. World timeline. Yeah.
0: yeah. So I think that was the big reveal of it all. Um, Because this would be in like twenty forty five or something, right? So far in the future. Yeah, he's all
2: grown, and then he's like,
0: and at the end, he like is. I thought he was going to come out and be a comedian.
2: Yeah, I didn't know what was going to happen. I
0: I mean, because they were saying something about his sense of humor Mm -hmm. and his dad's funny, and I was like, he's going to come out. He comes out on stage, and I'm like, he's going to give a. Comedian performance, and he mm-hmm. sings. I was like, "Oh yeah, I've heard this guy sing before." Yeah. So the last episode of last season, we see him born. Yeah, that was it in our timeline. He's just born, so yeah. it was weird to see. Yeah. So far in the future. So what? Are the, I don't even know what they're going to do with that. Oh, well, now, skip all that. Okay. The girl from House. There's because mm-hmm. there's two people. We had Omar Epps from House. Yep. And then whatever her name is from House, yep. I can't. I'm sorry, I can't remember yep. her name. Uh, the yeah. Not Olivia Wilde, the other person. right, and she's in the army or something. Yeah, and she's, she's got a, PTSD.
2: Um, um, was she a marine?
0: Yeah, something. I like think. That. But anyway, yes, she's got she's, PTSD, yes. mm-hmm. and so she's got this terrible life. She, you know, she hit her hit her kid, but just because she's got PTSD, right. having stuff, a flashback. But we don't know who she is, right? No, we don't. Okay, know. I was gonna say it'd be odd that they, I felt like maybe i missed it but then i thought no they just haven't revealed yet well
2: even the the omar epps his family it, right it, so it confused his son, me his son who is like um a teenage a very young teenager at least he looks it and they have this little baby and the, the the baby belongs to him which i thought the baby belonged to omar epps so that right
0: little so, twist yeah it says it's omar epps grandson and now this guy's going to date Deja the, the, yeah Deja the adopted daughter Sterling's yeah. whatever yeah anyway that probably doesn't matter I don't, <laughs> I don't know, know. But, but that's the fun of the show that's to the fun out to, yeah to, for, and that's the fun for any husbands or guys that have to watch the show how are they gonna try to figure yeah. this stuff out cause we don't really care about a lot of the other stuff right
3: yeah, yeah. Just keep telling yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, NBC also started season five of Superstore. Oh,
0: man. So One good. One of
3: our favorites around here. Yep.
0: We love it. And I'm... I said before this, I haven't got to watch it yet. because I Just spoil it, Cliff. Wants it wants to it? Yeah. We're going to watch it tonight, so stop talking about it. Um, but last season left on a cliffhanger. You can say that. How did it end? How did it's last season end? pretty
2: much a Oh yeah, the uh, the, the corporate corporate sent in ICE to do a raid on their employees of anybody oh, that's that was right. undocumented. Mateo and got caught, and they they catch Mateo and haul him off to a detention center. So, yeah, yeah. So the show ends with one of the main characters being hauled away by ICE. Yeah. Yeah. It took it seriously. Laugh
3: right. Right.
2: <laughs> It was, it was like I I went back today and I watched rewatched that episode right. before I watched the new episode and I was like and I kind of forgot I was like oh my gosh yeah I totally forgot like what a downer this was
3: but I did see a couple weeks ago there was a commercial for it like the upcoming season and it's on Thursdays at eight and it made specific reference to like <laughs> these are the new nerds on Thursday night basically saying Big Bang oh. Theory's over come watch Superstore now. Yeah. Like saying, we're nerdy too. Like, it was a, a strange kind of commercial, but it, it also kind of worked. Of work.
2: I, I love this show because I I worked and I was retail management for, like, you know, almost, almost 20 years. And so there's a lot of appeal there to me because I can relate to it so much. You
3: got out before the robots.
2: Even, right. I got out before the robots. It's exactly right. <laughs> All right. No, it was happy. a really good episode. I really liked how they how they handled the Mateo thing. Um, yeah, it, they didn't make a joke of it, No, it didn't become
3: overly dramatic. Yeah, or.
2: but it, it they handled it very well, and how uh, it's a silly show, but uh, how they related it to, you know, these things really happen, and, and how he... There's a scene where he's describing the conditions that he's living in in the oh. detention center, and they didn't go too far with it like oh this this is just horrible and you know tried to make a they didn't just fat it mm. political statement you know
3: big <laughs> <laughs> <Ding>, big <ding>. political <laughs> but they they, but it they was, humanized it it's they like did. here is a person these are actual people being held in these places right. and here's one of their stories so yeah
2: yeah so yeah. uh i i really enjoyed this episode it, it had a lot of stuff going on, but it was still funny. Um, you know, we love the the characters that they will show in the background. And mean the guy with the bloody arm. <laughs> and he's like shopping for Band Aid, <laughs> holding his arm up in the air, and it's just gushing. <laughs> he's got a serious injury. I love that stuff.
3: Did we, did we sell out a jetpack? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So we also. You always love the Goldbergs. That new season
2: of that. one. Yeah. So I had high hopes for for the Goldbergs uh, vacation episode. They paid tribute to the 1983 National Lampoon's Vacation. Did they
3: make an 80s reference.
2: They made an 80s reference. Yeah. Nice. I,
0: I Maybe not so hot take. Mm-hmm. The Goldbergs is terrible. Yeah. It's it. I I liked it for three seasons. Uh, yeah. I mean, I was on board with. I've that. seen every episode i can't stop watching it if it's on and i hate it like it's terrible (laughs) i mean it is seriously awful yeah and i really liked it the first two seasons the the kid's uh,
3: like well through puberty now i assume he's probably like 18 or something yeah it's really lost
2: the charm of it um except for the, the guy that plays barry i still love barry He's the only it's a, reason I but he watched it. has become
0: it. a character of himself. I
2: know, but it's, it's the only thing I still have from that. It's show. just I. I mean, I keep did you watch? It, but did, so you watched this episode? Yeah, yeah, it was awful. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't very good. So not <laughs> well, enough even Disney a
3: vacation reference. Couldn't. Yeah, oh, Christian Brentley yeah. and everything. Like.
2: Right. I was hoping for more Disney, but it just. They had uh, Anthony yeah. Michael Hall in there. Yeah, that was great. Had a cameo and played the John Candy role. So. It just
0: is. It does exactly what you think it's going to do every time now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, over on cable, we had the return of "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia." Wednesdays at ten on FXX. This is season fourteen of the show, tying it with "The Adventures of Ozzie and Harriet" for the longest-running live-action show in history. Wow. Okay. All right.
0: The nelsons yeah
3: so that ozzy and harriet had like 400 and some episodes and sunny is barely over 100 so it's nowhere close Mm -hmm. in the quantity but as far as years gone
0: we never got to mention ozzy and harriet on the show i don't think they had much of a theme maybe Mm -hmm. had the yeah ricky and yeah ricky nelson and uh the other one well no he had the twins he had had twins (laughs) yeah gunner and yeah yeah we're done we're done. <laughs> what? No more brackets. We can't start. <laughs> any what are brackets. You talking about?
3: <laughs> uh, we also had South Park back for season twenty-three. Wow. Also dealing with uh, illegal immigration.
2: Mm, I thought you were going to say robots.
3: will be here's a robot for the seasons ever, but it had the, the episode was called Mexican Joker. It was basically Cartman learns, he sees a family get called, you know, an ice raid yeah. takes a family away, and he realizes, wait, you just have to call ICE and they'll take somebody away. <laughs> so he calls them on That's Kyle. That's lesson he, he, he calls them on Kyle. It's like, something suspicious going on the Brafloskis. So they take wow. Kyle, put him away, and he's over. Oh, it's little Kyle and all these Latino children. <laughs> and the guards realize, wait, what's your name? brafloski <laughs> And he's like, wait, are you Jewish? It's like, we can't have a Jew we can't have a Jewish kid here. That'll look racist. <laughs> that, that'll look bad in right. a camp. So yeah, again, hot button issues. South yeah. Park is, you know, has a take on the news like always. And right after that, a new season of crank yankers. What? Huh? Yeah. You, you remember this? Yeah. Yeah, but, but. yeah, it's back. There's new episodes of crank yankers, which I never thought of I would so say.
0: Why wow. wouldn't there be?
3: It's Corolla, Adam Corolla, Jim Kimmel, a lot of the same people. What? Uh, Tracy Morgan doing a voice. It had uh, several celebrities.
0: Re- give us the premise of Crank acres.
3: It is people making prank phone calls to unsuspecting people, and then they reenact them with these puppets. Puppets, yeah. And it seems... it's. I read a review today that said this idea seemed old when it was going on in 2005 or whatever it was. It seemed like kind of quaint and out of date. And now it just <laughs> seems, like, it seems like it was on 30 years ago. Yeah. It, uh, was it bad? Uh, it wasn't great, but I don't know. The original was never great. I never well, watched it was occasionally a ton of
0: it. something like it was more something I would w- only watch the ones that somebody said were really great or something, you know.
3: Or you just watch for a few minutes, yeah. watch one a little bit, and then keep. I
0: like the idea. Of it. it was yeah. that seems like a show that I would have loved when I was like twenty one. You know a show I don't but, get what the number one show that I don't get. <laughs> I'm Trying to think of the name of it, but it's hugely popular. People, I've heard multiple people say they love it. They wa- I mean, they love it. That's it's a tradition to watch it. It's that freaking prank show.
2: Oh, Impractical Jokers. Yes. I, I don't hate get it. that at all. Uh, I hate it.
3: That's been on a long time. I hate it's it. Yeah. A true, it kind of was the flagship show of that true TV. Yeah. Was it aired. was on 24 Quinn
0: from uh, um, Tell Them Steve Dave. Yeah. You know, and I don't mind him or whatever, but it is the most broy ish show <laughs> I've ever seen and I hate it. There's
3: yeah. I, there's funny stuff that I've seen but it's not, yeah, I never make an appointment to watch it. But it's guys, yeah, they have kind of like hidden mics mm-hmm. and they tell each other what to do so they have to go into some public place. And they're like, hey, tell her this. And they, if they don't do it, they lose points or whatever. So yeah, it's oh. basically just dudes daring each other to do stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't dig it. <laughs> I don't dig the dudes.
3: <laughs> well, if you don't dig the dudes... I'm going to go to the debut show. So we have the debut (laughs) of A Little Late with Lily Singh.
2: Yeah, how'd that go? Taking
3: over for Carson Daly on the late, late, late night of NBC at 1.30 in the morning. She was the YouTuber. She is the YouTuber with over 15 million subscribers, giving her own late night show. Um, She promised no politics, so that there's not going to be any monologues about Donald Trump. They're not going to get political. But then again, every episode she has mentioned that she's of Indian descent, she's a woman, she's bisexual. So you know, saying she's not doing anything political, but then she's still kind of making a statement that right. I'm not like the other guys on um, late night. So our first week of guests were Mindy Kaling, Keenan Thompson, Tracy Ellis Ross, and Chelsea Handler. So you know, started with some bigger name folks and they gave her a primetime special on the Wednesday, Wednesday the week she premiered. So it was on at 10 p.m. they kind of gave her NBC gave her a primetime spotlight. Wow. They had Mandy Moore and Milo Ventimiglia from This Is Us, Christina Aguilera, so from the bottle. From the bottle. <laughs> Disney Legend. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you start your first week with a Disney Legend, where do you go? Yeah, it's all yeah. down. So I it's not for me. It's a new generation. I'm too old maybe. Yeah. But it I you know, she seemed funny, she had like the writing wasn't great, it was a little bit corny. But it seemed she wasn't doing like jokes. She almost did like a monologue like telling stories or she talked about her childhood or I have so never
0: that, heard of this or her. Uh, we mentioned it, yeah, it. on the podcast. To <laughs> <laughs>
3: when they announced it over the summer, we talked about it for a minute. But uh, yeah, so it's it's a little different. She does like some games and things kinda like Jimmy Fallon does, mm-hmm. and it's it's just great. seems much looser. But I don't know the it the comedy wasn't real sharp. But again, it's one thirty in the morning. Yeah, I want Seth Meyer take, and some politics. Yeah, you're Give
1: taking over me. Carson Daly. Man, I love you know. Seth Myers. So. Yeah.
3: But she just she's very big and loud. All her I don't know if this is a YouTube thing or just a a, a millennial young person thing. But like everything's so big and like whoa look at this and like it's she's emoting huge and like you don't need to do that on TV We're, our cameras are real close we have high definition TVs yeah. like she, she just seems to be I'm nervous, trying to eat nervous energy <laughs> kind totally of thing down, but yeah but again it took Conan two and a half years before yeah. he figured out what he was doing it takes a lot of these guys time so we'll check back in a little later a
0: little later with Lily Singh
3: mm. uh, we also had the premiere of The Unicorn this is the only sitcom I checked out I didn't
0: watch it. I saw enough in the previous. Walton
3: Goggins?
0: <laughs> I like him. Got to yeah. give him
3: a chance. This is a CBS Thursday night sitcom. He is a widower with two daughters and like a year has gone by and he has no interest in dating, but all the ladies in the neighborhood are like, "Yo, know, he's the unicorn. He's, you know, he's a guy, hmm. a single guy, but he's a responsible guy with a family, so he's he's the catch." Yeah. And I I love Walton Goggins, but I I, I don't think of like, you know, Handsome, ladies' man kind of. Thing. He can be yeah. a charming fellow. I mean, if yeah. You like
0: teeth, <laughs> right. <laughs> He's
3: misbehaving. Uh, it wasn't bad. I don't know that I would set my DVR for it or anything. But again, it's got a couple first people episode.
0: from. Have you guys ever watched Ballers? Uh, I know of it, but the I rock. Don't watch I've watched it. all out. It's yeah. it's. I almost it almost made the theme song bracket, but the song is literally just. A song. It's a mm-hmm. famous song, but it's so good. But anyway, the um, it has Rob Corddry and Omar Benton Miller, who are both in. You know, Ballers are in this,
3: and Michaela Michaela Watkins. I think she was on Saturday Night Live for a short time. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I again, if I'm home and it's on, I wouldn't turn it off. But it's yeah. We'll see. Hmm. Um. Right after It's Always signed in Philadelphia it was a show called Cake i have heard nothing about the show i've seen no advertising i know nothing about it i was like i am watching tv so i might as well see what this is uh it's kind of like short form like short films and animation little comedic clips and there's like a music video uh the website described as a handcrafted assortment of bite-sized content featuring a diverse array of narratives from storytellers both new and established so it is. It's just short little. It's almost like you know, YouTube videos or something. It's very short, standalone things. The very first thing they played was pretty great. It was a music video, and it was a a, a young woman rapping. Basically about her Friday night. It's like I'm home. I'm from work. I'm off work. I'm in my pajamas. I get a text. She wants me to go out. I don't want to go. I'm not putting on clothes. All right. Well, I'll get the Uber. And it's like her and like goes to this party. She doesn't want to be at. And she's anxious and like. But it was like re- like lyrically like amazing. Like she was rapping like right. you know, hundred beats per minute. It was incredible. And the, uh, a couple little trippy, very trippy kind of animated things. Natasha Lyonne was in one of them. Hmm. So it says there's some like brand new people. And there's some I'm sure they're probably you know YouTubers are more more known yeah. in other places, yeah. getting a chance at kind of a network try. So, for something I'd never heard of, I think I watched the next one because there was a couple really good moments in it. Hmm. And the big premiere for me at least this fall, Stumptown on ABC. This oh. is uh, based on the graphic novel from Oni Press. By writer Greg Rucka, artist Matthew Southworth.
0: Oh, I didn't know Rucka was writing that. Yeah,
3: he, he wrote the graphic novels.
0: Oh, I didn't even realize it was a comic. Yeah, yeah. So it it's sounds kind of a, familiar, though, now that you say that. Yeah, it's
3: kind of a crime story. It's set in Portland, Oregon, uh, starring Kobe Smulders, mm-hmm. who's Agent Maria Hill from the Marvel movies, or How I Met Your Mother. It so just
0: looks so... Uh, it was. made cringy, like, it, oh, yes, yeah, she's so... Yeah such the rough dude
3: within 20 minutes i basically decided it's like the network jessica jones
0: yes exactly. <laughs>
3: she's wearing a ramones t-shirt her jeans are ripped she's not taking anyone's crap you know it's there's all this uh she's having flashbacks to her time in the military so it's basically yeah she's back home from overseas and she has kind of a gambling problems so she's in debt so people she's kind of a reluctant private investigator kind of thing and it's all that it's exactly it's exactly what it sounds like almost right but the 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 it has a uh, Jake Johnson from New Girl as uh, the the second lead and he was apparently cast I think very really last minute at all yeah he was cast literally last minute and they just kind of tacked him in. He was in kind of a couple scenes on the oh, first. Oh, that's right. He
0: was in, like a bartender. Yeah, he's
3: a bartender, just like New Girl. Yeah, uh, he has a lot of range. I uh, had Cameron Manheim as a police officer and detective. And the coming up next week or coming up this season, I had I showed Donald Logue, who I love, uh, plays Bullock in Gotham. And
0: you love some third string character. Donald Logue is the best. Anything he does.
3: Donald Logue?
0: Yeah i'm listening give me uh, something to go uh
3: on. he was detective bullock in gotham he had that uh, that sitcom yeah uh, i like this on you know. fox
0: yeah, yeah. uh Man, i could look at that rather you try to explain it to me Jeez. he was in
3: that show everybody loved that got canceled after a season had a terrible title <laughs> <laughs> had a, what was it called we need to do one job about Donald though because yeah. he's he's the best. Although I can't think of anything he's. Played. I I
0: do <laughs> like that guy. Best. though Yeah, he's the best. He's a great yeah. character actor. What a guy!
3: I'm gonna see what I think of that sitcom. <laughs> I'm
0: not looking it up. This is too fun. Ah. Good old Donald Logue. Whatever, Donald Logue, you guys know that. the Jassies, Dick Donald Logue Dink.
3: <laughs> the Jassies know who Donald Logue Surely, is, yeah. and they love him. Uh, but yeah, the show, the the cold open was terrific. The cold open is two guys in a car, like, sipping coffee. I'm like, that's kind of a dark roast. That's a little bit bitter. Yeah, well, I think that's an Ethiopian bean. Like, it's these two hipsters. And then, like, you hear something from the trunk. They've got someone in the trunk. And you find out it's Kobe Smolders, and like she breaks out of the back seat with a uh, fire extinguisher. They hit a bump, the tape deck kicks on, and some weird you know pop song comes on, and there's this amazing like car chase of her strangling a guy with the with the uh, seat belt, you know, kicking the other guy, and it was just like really super well done. So I'm like, I'm in for something great, and then the show just kind of became generic cop show number seven. Mm. But apparently, like this seemed like if you like, volume one of the comic was the plot of this show so there's only four volumes of the comic so i don't if they oh, go wow. beyond four episodes oh, yeah. i'm not sure what they're gonna do so it seems like they've thrown everything into it uh i'm gonna stick around for the second episode see if it picks up any
4: hmm. but
3: it's I, I didn't see besides the actors that i like and as it, a some some interesting moment like it took very familiar things and did some interesting things with them but We'll see again. Pilots are never the best, so we'll we'll see if it improves.
2: Probably no grounded for life, though.
3: Grounded for life—that's the name of that show. That's a coincidence. (laughs) What a coincidence,
2: (laughs) guys! There's only real one real reason I came tonight because there was only one thing I really wanted to talk about. Swimming in the, in
1: the creek. creek.
0: Crawl, dancing, playing with a stick. <laughs> with stick. Shaving. Just two
1: kids me
0: oh, man.
3: Now, I grew up in a little country church. Rushing uh-huh. through
0: the house with a pickle in my mouth. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and whenever
3: we had like musical guests or like oh this Sunday we're having these musicians in it was almost always stuff like that yeah it was like a husband and wife with terrible big 80's hair <laughs> like singing these really you know really heartfelt songs that <laughs> not very well performed but this just this brought flashbacks
0: to it. those teeth oh my gosh <laughs> his teeth or something uh, uh I I caught up I'm totally caught up yeah um you on board I have first... Well, it is such a... Uh, gosh, I'm sorry. I can't think of the guy. Danny McBride. It's such a Danny McBride show.
2: But you know what I love about it is it's not all Danny McBride. Like no, but... So that, like, he goes... A little goes a long way with him because we've seen him in these HBO shows before and in movies, too. And he's always kind of the same stick. But... This has such a good cast around him, it's not totally focused in on him. So, when he does, when he
0: is on camera, it's it's well, great. I got news for you. I was not saying that as a negative. Oh, okay. I think he is a great writer <laughs> of this stuff. Like, I would love to watch a behind the scenes thing. I would just like to watch him writing this stuff because you could tell it's written by him. Uh, the things, the lines he says and things. They, they try to think of ridiculous things for them all to say. I, I think
3: he's literally the only actor that could pull off... We do car pranks. Right. Yeah,
0: and like make that sound <laughs> like a thing. He's like, he just shot at them. It's like, oh, I'm just doing some car pranks with my friends. <coughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I love device principles. I love Eastbound and Down, first off. Yeah. And I, I love... You know, he was in "This Is the End." I really liked, and uh, then Vice Principals. That series, him and Walton Goss. I loved him in Land of the Lost.
2: <laughs> like, I, but I, again, I, I like him. Funny. I think I like him a little better in a supporting role yeah. or an ensemble role. Than, because
3: he's always unlikable. Like you right. don't want him to yes. be the lead because you're not supposed to like him
0: exactly. Yeah, I don't know. He's just uh, I I like. I like him in the a more major role because I I liked vice principals. I like him in that, and I like him in this. I just like that. Like he writes so well for himself, and, and just the ridiculous things that. Like I read an article about them writing this song, and just talking about them sitting down and just having a blast writing down the lyrics to that. And I love that he wrote this. He you know wrote yeah. the lyrics to the song. Like he's he's very talented. I right?
2: caught an interview of him and they had asked him about John Goodman, you know. And he's like, "I can't believe I can't believe we got John Goodman." <laughs> I would He's like, "I would have never guessed." And like he's it was a total joke to him like, "Yeah, we're let's see if we get John Goodman." And he's like, "Oh, he's never going to." I need this. to
0: watch more like some off-camera stuff with him because that's what I want is to yeah. see I want to see that stuff where he's talking about this or appreciating it because I always see him just being that character. I and mean, he always does the exact same thing. Yeah. But he does it so well. Oh, my gosh. It's a good show. Good show. It's so ridiculous. And that song, did, they could just play it every episode.
3: Did we say the name of it?
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> Who cares? Such <laughs> <laughs> a... If you don't have HBO by now, yeah,
2: you right need right to get now. hooked up. Get righteous, Spend the money. Righteous Gemstones. The Righteous Gemstones Sunday night. It is must-see TV right yeah, now. Very good. Uh, don't don't let your kids watch it quite yet. But no, don't be it. misbehaving, <laughs> swimming in the creek. <laughs> no, I like it's got um, what's her name, uh, Jennifer uh, Nettles. Yeah, that plays the mom. I didn't even realize that was her until like the third time I'd what seen was her. She from? Oh gosh, she's been in uh, a ton of she stuff. She was in
3: that thing with Donald Luke.
0: <laughs> yeah, big hit.
2: But and and the guys they have playing Jesse's or Danny McBride's character, his like friends,
0: and they're so all like they got commemorative (laughs) coins of the time they did did that terrible thing. We really did it. We did it. He's like (laughs) just just uh, this. There was a scene coins made.
2: There was a scene in the last episode where um, Judy, the sister (coughs) character, is. She storms off and uh, about joining Baby Billy, and then she's running down the road. And here, here comes Jesse in his little golf cart, and he stops and talks to her for a little bit. But he just the way he delivers this: "Ooh, I'm going to tell Daddy, I'm going to go right now." And she's chasing after him
3: like they're four years old. Cracked me up. Oh, well, we had the whole episode that was a flashback.
2: Mm-hmm. Those kid
3: actors playing them. Yeah. And they still all talk the same they, they, they no, they've none of them have grown up, so it's that same sort of
2: Oh the gyms it
0: makes my bird twitch. <laughs> oh my god, was so good. good show. Yeah. Hey, you suggested show on the coveted Showtime Network yeah. I've heard of. Uh on Becoming a God at Central. You didn't Florida. get my
3: package, did you?
0: I got in there and I you don't have it anymore. I took <laughs> no they had uh, you could watch first step two episodes for free so I did mm-hmm. and it was phenomenal and I'm good going-
3: because I was having a hard time describing it so if you could help me for like the I tone I just kept well. calling it weird or the t- like I don't feel like I captured the tone of it
0: uh, yeah I thought you did pretty well it was it, it's very it's kind of dark you know and she's I didn't get you kind of described some stuff I had I didn't end up seeing mm-hmm. but I was more like her just starting to get into that business and I there was of course a big twist that you did not mention that I was surprised by um, but that's why I didn't mention I like that uh, <laughs> that's what I want to know Is nothing <laughs> and I but anyway I really liked it and I'm just gonna wait till the first season's over and get a month of Showtime and watch the rest mm-hmm. of the series um, if you get a free month I hear it never goes away. <laughs> I hope. Anyway, yeah, I and that's I absolutely am doing that because I really 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 like the first two episodes.
3: And it's got, it's been solid. As I said we I compared it to Breaking Bad, it's not that. It's not Breaking Bad, but no. it, it just had that kind of flavor.
0: She's great in it.
3: But it's sort of like already kind of softening her edges where you know, what you've seen she's just dipping her toe yeah. into this and like you kind of assume she's going all in and nothing's going to get in her way and they've already sort of well let's not make her too unlikable and i kind of want her
0: to just yeah. go
3: full and again there's still some where i'm like, where assume. i'm at
0: after just a couple episodes she's just like just starting to get desperate like yeah you know, she's trying to do some lessons for that one guy's daughter or something and when she comes out and does those <laughs> things strapped to her and does this performance like that's right that's what I want out of an actress or actor just all in yep. do the thing you know and she was so good <laughs> uh, well yeah I, yeah. let me know if it's not worth getting if it like doesn't end up paying off at all but I uh, I'm definitely interested in it I wanted to watch I was like Click it, come on give me that next episode <laughs> the last thing Was i would say streaming well last thing on tv i'm watching yeah. lodge 49 i i know nobody else is watching that but um, i know lodge lodge yeah. i don't know lodge 49 Lodge 49 is that show with kurt russell's son oh yeah and it's good U.S. agent yeah yeah it's it's super weird very super weird what's it on uh F- fx 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 yeah. it's in the second season about halfway through and it's just weird enough to keep me interested Okay, you want to cut it there? We're not doing streaming. Do you have a lot of streaming? I just like country music. Uh, I feel like there's one thing I wanted to tell. <laughs> okay, but if we don't have to, you can cut it there. We can stop there. Um, I can talk about it anytime. So, uh, yeah. Um,
2: if you're not familiar with our social media, hit us up on Facebook. Just look up Kapow the Pop Culture Podcast. I feel like we haven't done plugs for a really long time.
0: Uh, you can find you us on... You might not be able to find everything on YouTube anymore because because we uh, had some songs <laughs> on our TV countdown that YouTube was like, hey! YouTube.
3: Yeah, we haven't given up on YouTube, but they've put the hammer down on us for some of these uh, copyrighted song yeah. material, so... Ooh.
0: Yeah, but mo- the last few episodes, for the most part, are, are still available. Yeah, and you can so. find all that stuff in a million other places.
3: Yeah, like Google Play
2: or Google Podbean. Podcasts or Podbean. Yeah, that's a good place. You can click there that little picture. Pat- yeah, patron button there. there.
0: Is it on iTunes? iTunes yeah, absolutely. Apple Podcasts now. Nice. iTunes is going everywhere. Away. Anywhere you can get podcasts, you can find Powell, the Pop Culture Podcast. That's right. Yeah, that's us.
3: Thanks. Bye, Jordan.
0: <laughs> Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth. Bye forever.
3: <laughs> Started strong, ended the same way.
2: How <laughs> the pop culture podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com. <laughs>
1: Pies on the windowsill, swimming in the creek Catching ground dance and playing with a stick I want wore- I'm <laughs> going
2: Scene between Baby Billy and John and Eli when they're arguing over over Judy and he turns around and starts like reciting the song. And he's like and he wags that finger. Missy, I was like, oh my gosh! <laughs> All right, well we're about hour twenty in. Okay, well we're still
3: streaming. I guess. You hate me. I'm not going to be able to stop talking about cut your Okay,
2: so let's cut it here. Yeah, I, I had a feeling that was coming. <laughs> oh, you're going to do a whole nother episode. Let's cut it there, and then we'll just go with that, and we'll make something out of it.